but but that's you know it's like we're all going through a process yeah. and every process affects us yeah. how we do stuff and and it's important also to be careful and not to privilege our kids too much so there's a balance because then kids who are privileged you know they really act like they're privileged mm-hmm. and um I, I tell my my kids don't don't uh, we got to take care of our kids but don't put them in a bubble right. because when real life comes right so i was exposed to too much evil mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know there's there's struggles in life and i think those struggles made me stronger yeah yeah uh, i had to fight i had to defend for myself uh most of the kids now these days are very weak because we made them weak what is it uh hard times make strong men yeah easy times make weak men yeah um, yeah and 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 that mentality is is correct because so there's got to be a balance and and it's and and I, I think your statement is not to uh undermine what younger generation goes through now it's different um from our perspective um it's like oh we went through that and we were fine right like you don't no 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 it's yeah a, it's a different upbringing that creates a different when they when they encounter these it affects them differently than it did us um so it's not to to undermine the difficulty of what they're going through and it's different difficulties i i think uh i i am thankful that uh i think i i went through those difficulties the difficulties that they're going through right now uh, might seem like nothing, but it's actually more s- spiritual warfare mm-hmm. that our, our teenagers are having than 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 a lot of physical, in a sense. Sure. Uh, and uh, a, I, I no, I'm not undermining uh, them at all. I'm saying uh, we gotta be careful and, and and let them know as parents sometimes. Hey, we, we're struggling. Like, like my daughter, she knows that, and she's twenty years old. But when we're broke, we're broke, and she knows it. And she, and they all know it since little. <laughs> when we have money, we can buy you stuff. But when we don't have money, you cannot have that. It's not like it appears here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to get, and sometimes because we're so blessed, they don't know. They think money money just appear in a bank account. Sure. And our children need to know how hard we work to get them what they have. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That that we cannot protect them too right. much and put yes. them in a bubble, yes. but expose them and 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 in sometimes saying, look, uh, this is what we got in the bank account. This is we're negative. <laughs> this is why we got negative. Yeah. Uh, or we're positive. This is good. But if we didn't have this job, if we didn't go through this. Yeah didn't we if we didn't do this if if my parents didn't do this sacrifice because i i don't blame my parents i actually thank them for bringing us here the life we have right now was because they were courageous enough to sacrifice everything Mm. to get us here i i don't think i'd probably be alive or i don't know what kind of life i will have if i was in guatemala Mm. in those times we, there were hard times. There were struggle times, and I don't know how I would be. Yeah, yeah. And I thank God for decisions, good or bad, that uh, as good or bad that they look. It was a great result of where we are. By God's grace. By God's grace, you know. It, it, you know, we could plan, and we could plan the best plan. But but if 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 God is not giving us the grace, our best plan could be the worst plan. Yeah. And um, uh, so so that's what where we uh, we have to understand all the cultures and where they go through, how they go through stuff. Um, we have Haitians who are coming. We have uh, Burmese people who are coming. Yeah. Uh, most of the people that you would ask. Would you left your country? If they had what they have here, they wouldn't have left their country. If if things were parents sacrificed for the future of their kids, and and we we don't see that. 
most are most are looking for a better life because death's knocking at the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people are in ugly situations. Um, literally, um, gangs running their towns, and if they don't pay up a certain amount of taxes, well, I don't make that money. Well, sorry if you don't if you don't pay up this fee that we're going to charge you every we month. We can't protect you from ourselves. Yeah. We're yep. That's that's right. the thing. Um, I was just talking to a missionary. A uh, friend of ours has been in Haiti for the last 40 years. Uh, for, I think it was about 20 years of his life, 25 years of his life. He would spend one week in Haiti, three weeks here, every month. He'd leave to Haiti, be there a week or so, come back, spend the rest of the month here, and just cycle. And he was telling me he has never seen Haiti in worse shape than it currently is. Yeah. Yeah. He said there is no government. It's just run by different gang factions. This area is theirs, this area is that. Um I mean, he's been there for that long and he himself doesn't think he can fly in and safely get to the compound where the churches the air, the village where yeah. one of his churches is at. It is that bad. To know the area to have been there, lived there, and not be able to get there because you could get shot, mugged, um, uh, kidnapped. It, it's happened. He said the only people that get in are the 1% rich of Haiti that can afford bodyguards. Um, and, and unfortunately, I mean, most a lot of people can't make it out. But the Haitians that can, they're taking the opportunity to, to get out. Um, and we have no context of that. We we don't understand what it is to not have. He he was telling me there's no running water. There's no electricity. The only places there are is where there's a a generator, and and no one can afford a generator down there. Um, but we we have no idea what it is to live like that. We we go, power goes out for what fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, and, and everybody's complaining to the electric company where's my where's why isn't my electricity back why isn't this right um there's we we have no context so from our perspective we're like why why are people coming here why are they doing that why can't they just do this in their own country da 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 da. again with you rules laws or laws i understand that um but i think we've we understood the context of where they're coming from, maybe we'd be like, okay, I'd probably do the same thing for my family. I, and I don't know. And there's questions I I think about because for me it was different. I, I came here when I was six on a visa. Yeah. Then I got my residency through my dad. And before I was 18, I was a citizen. I never yeah. had to do any work myself to do that. Like I've got friends that are now getting their citizenship. They had to pay an attorney. They had to go through a whole process. They had to study to get their citizenship. I didn't. I just know before I was 18, I was a citizen, got that really nice blue passport, USA citizen. (laughs) That allows me to go to almost any country in the world. Um, And I, I, I got it. Did I go through situations as a foreigner? Yeah. As a brown kid, and you look a little whiter than <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, sometimes I've been labeled an Asian. A buddy of mine, uh, we were mowing uh, houses in Anderson one summer, and uh, my friend didn't pay attention, and he got some grass on the neighbor's yard. And so later that week, the neighbor called my my the company, my boss, and said, "Hey." There's this Mexican and this Asian cutting the grass, and they got grass on my yard. Well, I guess I was the Asian, and my buddy was <laughs> Mexican because Kik is very Mexican-looking. Yeah. Um, so you're right. Like I blended in a little bit more than others, but still, I mean, 25 years ago, it was there. There weren't that many Hispanics. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, you're walking through the store, your mom's talking to you in Spanish. People look at you in a certain way. Some people intrigued. Some people look down yeah. on you um but one of the things 
uh, I don't know where we're at on time. Where? Because I know we've where we at on time. What time is it? I just want to make sure. Yeah, let's do another ten minutes. Okay, I've I've got one question for you to follow up with what you're talking about. Um, one thing that I just learned. I I was back in my high school, and I I wanted to go to the bathroom. The public bathroom that all the students use. I was there for a meeting and and. Uh, they told me just use the faculty bathroom. I was like, no, I want to use that one. He's like, no, no, just use the faculty bathroom. I was like, no, really, I want to be like a student again and use like the the <laughs> the general bathroom. And he's like, okay, he's kind of weirded out. But I wanted to go there because when I was in high school, my my parents were low income, living off what the church could provide for them. Um, my parents' salary was thirty six thousand for I don't know how many years, for a long time. And that was, looking back, like, that was, I don't I don't know what poverty level is at right now, but it wasn't a lot for yeah. our whole family. Um, and I'm thankful for where my parents, what my parents did for me. I went to private school, and they s- I got a scholarship, so tuition was um, provided for. Um, and, uh, but I would work cleaning either really early in the morning or after school. I'm not a morning person, so the majority of time, at 3.30, school got out at like 3.15, 3.10, and I at 3.30, I had to clock in and clean. So I'm cleaning classrooms, vacuuming, sometimes bathrooms. And it was it was a challenge to be cleaning while the rest of your friends were just hanging out or while upperclassmen were looking at you or while the pretty girls are like walking by and then here I am <laughs> pushing around a cleaning cart with gloves on spraying stuff down but as I thought about it more um, there's an extra layer of that and, and, and it caused a certain amount of insecurity like oh, embarrassment but there's an extra layer for it as being a Hispanic because brown people clean the janitors the Mexican Right. Yeah. Uh, the cleaning lady. They're all Hispanics. They're all Mexicans. Right. Um, they're not all Mexicans. We cleared that up last time. We're not all Mexicans. Yeah. Um, but there is an actual layer to the identity and the struggle inside me um, because of that. Um, it was more challenging. And. But I, I recognize that. God was forming my heart in that time to be more humble. That cleaning does not take away my identity. Yeah. Um, so when I'm at this meeting, I wanted to go back in there as I'm standing in that bathroom. Like, I cleaned this bathroom over 15, 17 years ago. I wanted to remember that. Because now, um, even in my position at church, um, I don't have an official title, but I guess in some ways you could, s- I, I'm kind of second in command. Yeah. Um, but does a bathroom need to be clean? Yeah. Will I do it? Yes. yes. Have I done it? Yes. Many times. At work is my title to fix something? No. But have I? I, I, I f- fixing lights, changing out ballast. Did I know how to do it? No. I looked up YouTube. I yeah. saw a need. I did it. Yeah. Even if my title is this, yeah. so what? So God used that to form me, to be humble. Yes. Um, am I the only Hispanic dude at my job? Yes. Am I the one that fixes stuff? Yes. yes. Do they call me <laughs> Handy Manny sometimes? Yeah. Yes. That's okay. Hey, hold on a second. The Amazon guy's sitting right there. Give me a second. Hey, my friend. If you go into that auditorium, there should be someone in there that can take that from you. Yes. You can go into that room. Yes. Sorry, well, I hope I wasn't too loud. I'll lower the volume. Um, yeah, so like like literally I have an office and, and there's a picture of Handy Manny. Um, and I don't know if you guys have watched the cartoon, but it's like uh, the uh, uh, male version of Dora that fixes stuff. He's this, his little Hispanic dude that fixes stuff. It's the Hispanic version of Bob the Builder, essentially. Oh, okay. It's a cartoon. So like, but that doesn't I'm like yes I'm brown yes I'm Hispanic yes I'm from Costa Rica and yes I have a position of leadership here but I'll still change out a toilet yeah that's yeah, not, it, 
It brings a level of humility when you've been through that. Yes, sir. That, that uh, helps you understand that there is no difference because of title or position, but and that we all. We I didn't all understand it in high school, though. It was hard. Yeah. Like, I, I like. Well, let me, tell you, let me tell you something. A lot of people don't understand this still now, and they're older. Uh, I remember uh, 2012, I was pastoring at Pastor Tony's church, and, yeah. and an older couple, or a, a couple there, I was leading worship that Sunday, um, and uh, they sent them an email. It says, we were looking for a church. For three months, we loved this church. We found it. We knew this is where God sent us. But until, until you let a Hispanic person lead us into worship. Mm. They can paint. They can clean. They can mow our yards. They can do labor work. But how dare do you let them lead us into worship? It's like people are messed up in their brains because they don't know. They haven't. And, and only Christ can fix you. Not you know in a, in without Christ I will be a bitter, bitter guy right now. I will I will be well, that's I will be you know fighting against every racism. I will be walking with signs just like a lot of people do. Bro, that's, you know, I agree with you. But but with, without Christ, absolutely, only Christ can help you love your neighbor as yourself regardless of how they look like yes. or who they are or yes. what position they have. That is absolutely true. Because in the moment, like I was saying, I didn't think, oh, God is forming me. God is making me more humble. No, bro. All I know is like, man, I, I hate this. Yeah. I'm trying to help pay for this. My parents are making me. If I didn't have to, I wouldn't have and just make my parents have to figure yeah. out where that extra money that I was making come from. Um but I recognize it molded me. God yeah. used those moments to keep me humble, keep my pride down. Um, and, you know, as, as proud as I am of being Hispanic and being brown, the kingdom is more important than me being brown. Yeah, yeah. You know, one, I, culture sometimes takes more importance over God. You, uh, there's there's a battle sometimes as being um, foreigners in land to be like, oh, I'm Hispanic, viva la raza, you know, all this and this and that. I'm this and this and that having to do with our heritage. And sometimes that becomes more important than showing love of God, of representing the kingdom. Like, to me, my identity in the kingdom is superior and more important than my identity as a Hispanic. Um, and, and I love it. I'm thankful. But that's secondary. I, I remember one time we had a... Um, a uh, march of all these churches that came together and we did like some sort of peace march and at the end we had a, a, um, a worship time and I played blah 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 and they interviewed me afterwards and they're like you know there's like we're gonna ask you these questions blah blah and the question was something like you know why are you doing this what are you guys doing and and so when I got interviewed my answer was like you know we're here as Hispanics to tell the world about Jesus and that we're, we're, we're here to give and not just take, la, 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 But, like, my emphasis was on being like, oh, we're Hispanic and Christians. And I and that stuck with me since I said it. I was like, yeah, we're Hispanics, but that didn't have to be the highlight. It was just we're here to Christians. share about yeah. Jesus. That's what, and if they rec recognize me as a little brown kid, cool. But that's secondary. But to me, in that moment, like I had this mentality of like, we're Hispanic Christians. <laughs> but no, like, and sometimes that's like more important. Um, yeah, it, it, and it's I love it, but the kingdom to me is more important. It's 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 a mistake that a lot of us uh, do, you know, because we feel good with our own color, language, culture. We feel good. Uh, a lot of people go to a Venezuelan church because they're all Venezuelans. A lot of people like to go to a Guatemalan church because they're all Guatemalans. Yeah. A lot of people go to uh, Costa Rican, Central American because they relate more Mexican. So because they relate with yeah. one another. Yeah. And I think that's a mistake. 
Uh, in my opinion, uh, there's a beauty for it, but I think we're missing out. What I'm, what I'm saying is we are missing out. On others. And it's something that you only, we're talking about cultural context. Yeah. This is only specific to the context of the U.S. If we were back in Costa Rica, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, I go to a Costa Rican church. No, I just, I go to church and the majority of people here are Costa Rican, if not all. If you're in Guatemala, you wouldn't be thinking about this because it just is we'd be thinking about other specifics, but like not But this. the only reason we're talking about culture is because we're in a, in, 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 a, in a place that it's, all the cultures are here. Melting pot. You have cultures from everywhere that are here. And there's a beauty in every culture. Yes. And there's a beauty in, in, in their experiences and we learn and we grow from one another. Yeah. But I think we, we miss out when we don't want to hang out with other people. And I believe the world is doing a better job than the church. I believe the church is not doing what it's supposed to be doing we intentionally. Yeah, yeah. And the world is doing a better job yeah, yeah. than the church. And that's why we must be intentional. This is one of the reasons why we do this podcast in English and not in Spanish. A lot of several of our friends are asking us, why don't you do this in Spanish? Because the majority of the people here speak English. Yeah. The youth that we're trying to reach speak English. That's one. The other one is like, why don't we want to learn a language that will help us sure. to do better? Yeah. Financially, us. we get better jobs. Yeah. Relationally. We we relate we connect with others better, yeah. and, and you know and 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 it's it's things that I have been criticized as a Latino, and people say you're a Latino racist, <laughs> because I hang out with Americans most of the time, I get judged by many other Latinos. Yeah. That's a, it's like I I feel like 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 I'm preaching on Sakias this Sunday. I feel like Sakias, uh, you know. The Romans don't like him, you yeah. know, because he's just they're being he's being used by them. Yeah. And the Jewish don't like People him because he works he's a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I'm just trying to love as many people as I can. Yeah. Regardless of the color of the skin or the language they speak. Yeah. yeah. And uh but it's it's the importance of being intentional to know one another, know people's story. And how we can help one another if we really know what's the heart issue, not the surface, but the 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 root. What's causing that? And how do we help young people better to get to know them? What's going on? Mm -hmm. How do we serve you? We might not have all the answers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't. But we're here. Yeah. We 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 only lived a few years more than you, and and we wish we can fix it. We might not be able to, but we we are here. Yeah. And and that's kind of like what I you know I wish there was people there, why uh, walking with me, at my very young age. Yeah. 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 That then then then. I had to find that, and I praise God that finally he sent people to my life. Uh, but um, it's, you, it's, it's helpful. Young age, this was my question to you. Were you closer to your sisters than your parents because of what you guys lived? Yeah, actually, my sisters like my sisters called me called me dad hmm. uh, eh, when you know when we were little. Because I was, they were both working, trying to survive and make this happen, and we went through a lot of things together. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes as an older brother. Uh, didn't protect them as they should. It many things that happened to them that I blame myself. Uh, uh, back in the day, but you were filling a role that was not yours, Correct. and I want to honor your parents and respect yes. all of them, right? But these, these are, as parents, we recognize yeah. that we make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're you're walking in shoes that did not fit you. Yeah, you didn't fit into it, and yeah. they weren't even yours to put on. Yeah, um, yeah. Did, did that m- put a gap between your parents and make your sister and you and your sisters close? 
No, no, they. Um, they I, I don't know. We we were very close uh, uh, as we a whole. There, as okay. a whole, uh, as you're when, going when up. We, finally, when we we came back the second time to the states, we started to finding some kind of closure in the sense that we were, hey, let's let's stay stable. Okay. In, in a place and and. Uh, Was there bitterness towards your parents? Not in and my what heart. You guys, what yeah. what you experienced? Did you say, well? You guys made these decisions for me, and this is what happened to me and my sisters. No, not n I don't. I haven't talked to my sisters about that, but not you in my personally? heart. Not okay. in my heart. Because okay. for some people I out knew. there that have gone through similar situations to you, yeah, easily that could happen. Like Correct. it's your fault that you did this. And I mean, to a certain degree, they are making decisions for you, and they can control certain things. They can't control certain things. So I I understand, but yeah. my I question was, if so, how did you get to a point of forgiveness? For, yeah, no, I, 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 I always love my parents and I, I never blame them uh, for, for anything. I actually thank them for, for bringing us here. Uh, was I bitter when I was 12 because uh, uh, they took us there? Yes. Uh, but I, I never said, Oh, because of this, I'm mm. going through this. I'm just, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I leave me. Uh, but uh, I never had bitterness okay. to them. And I'm glad. I thank God for that. I knew that I didn't know how to make decisions. And when I did them, yeah. I made a lot of wrong decisions. I was only 12. Yeah. So uh, I was thankful. Uh, we our, our second time here in the states was was different, and uh, adapting wasn't that hard because I had already been here. Mm -hmm. uh, but I uh, struggled a lot uh, in school with with other things and uh, just just went downhill. You started with this, and we saw. I mean, where does the animosity towards black people come from? Yeah, so that started uh, in in L.A. So I, I was, uh, we arrived to L.A. and um, uh, we're living in Campton for eight months, six months. And, um, uh, bro, you're in the hood. The, uh, the, uh, it, was, it was. You're in gangland. 94. 94, 95, no, 92. 92 in, in the rough times. I mean, this is, uh, is this Campton. when cocaine uh, is blowing up? So my mom goes to register me. And, and this is, um, hopefully one of these days you'll get the story all in, in line up. Uh, chronological order. Back and forth. But, but uh, uh, she's registering me for, school. for junior high. Okay. I think it was seventh grade. Uh but prior to that, I was in South L.A., also bad area. Uh, I think I got hit like two or three times by in fights with African-Americans, uh, literally for being Hispanic. There was Just, no reason. There, there was, was already there. So yeah. you didn't yeah. have a specific, like with, with, there was with. No, there was nothing. So that created the bitterness okay. on me. Because okay. with, with the Mexican I, issue, it was because you've experienced something yeah. with them. This, you just plug into a culture that is already saying, yeah, it's like blacks you know, yeah. don't like Hispanics, Hispanics don't like blacks. And you're and like, okay, I'm Hispanic, so I don't yeah, like blacks. Yeah. It just happens. No, so they, yeah, I was mistreated. I was, uh, I was being uh, a, a bullied and, uh, but it was uh, you. You you plug into a culture that already is like that. Yes, yes. Hispanics already didn't like the black people. I don't vice know. versa. I, I don't know. I I go into a school where I'm being bullied by black people. So you just got. <laughs> I got picked. Okay. And uh, uh, so I got mad. Uh, you know, I I get picked. I, I just get picked. I, you know, here's this uh, new kids, and uh, we had to run every every day after school. Uh, because if not, there there goes my watch. There goes my my backpack. There goes my new shoes. There yeah. goes. So every time the bell rings and we're running with the crowd, uh, you don't want to be by yourself. And um, so that type of uh, environment, uh, South LA. Then we get to Campton, and it's even worse. Uh, so 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 I um now I'm 13, 14, and experiencing this and then now we moved to oakland california mm -hmm. it's 
you know, and uh, we had to defend. So in Oakland, um, it, now I'm I'm smarter. I'm a little older, so uh, hang out with with all Hispanic groups. So so uh, soccer team, uh, junior mm -hmm. high and high school. So, uh, but I uh, also hang out with uh, uh, some Norteños. You know, so so. You want to survive. You want to hang out. You want to have peace with one of the gangs, yeah. uh, either Sureños or Norteños, and we like the Norteños better. And uh, so, but uh, that's the type of hmm. you had to f find a gang. And we never, uh, praise God, joined a gang. We just from a distance. Hey, we see you, but. And we were the soccer team, so they protected us. Cause they don't play sports, but they like sports. Yeah. So, uh, gladly we didn't lose that many that many games. Cause yeah. <laughs> probably would have been. But we we f we found God, I guess, in a sense. Um, kept us safe from yeah. getting into yeah, the yeah. gang. At the same time, yeah. use the bad guys to protect us. Yeah. from yeah. other ga bad guys so it, it was it was a rough time uh, junior high high school in 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 oakland uh tough time um you hear the the tires spinning and after that you hear bullets and blah, blah, blah. and you have to go to the ground um but here we are can we finish with this because we said 10 minutes like yeah 25 minutes 25 ago. minutes ago yeah <laughs> That's good. You got a lot of content. You <laughs> might be able to break this in two. Can we finish with this? Where does the healing process towards African-American and black people come? When does that happen? How does that I, happen? I think it doesn't happen until I go into Bible college. How old uh, are you? Like, like, uh, How old are you? I'm 43. I'm going to be 44. When are you going into Bible college? Okay, so... Man, yeah. you just told him how old oh, you are, bro. Man, we were trying to keep that a secret, so, bro. bro. Uh, <laughs> you can cut that piece. Uh, I, I said I'm 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 23, uh, so I'm. I'm um, what, how old are you going into Bible college? 27 years old. So you're uh, you're carrying this. So, so it's I not it's not like a big bitterness, but it's there. But I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. You, you're on your own. I'm on my own, and I and I had a lot of. Here, here's what did to me. If someone anywhere spoke a racist word against me, a waiter, drive-through, a bank, oh, game's on. Yeah. And when I met my wife, and that's why I said I didn't have a lot of problems with, with uh, Anglo white people. Uh, but when I met my wife, she hated it when that happened. Because... The whole, like, the, the sky stopped, the moon didn't move anymore. When someone said, uh, you know, go back to your country or you dumb Mexicans. Or, Don't fix my roof. Or, or whatever it was, whatever comment, whatever yeah. they did. Or or um, uh, ordering in, in, in on the drive-thru and they say, well, if you would speak the right English, then, oh, man, it was game on. And, and my blood was hot and I was uh, I would stop on the window of the drive through and I will I will make them call a manager and I will get out of the car and it was like a stupid five year old scene as a 26 24 25 year old uh, pride would just yeah just just out. anger but it, it's pridefulness exactly a anger that uh, a, that um, that I had cultivated for being treated like that and i and and i got to the point where said, enough is enough uh and so i had this prejudice also and uh, and that was uh wasn't until i went to to bible college where 
Uh, maybe a bro. few little bit uh, before that I went to Kairos Prison Ministry. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm going through a process. And, um, and now I'm hanging out with African-American pastors and African-American guys who are ministering in prison. Well, what's the first time you have to work with the uh, uh, That was Kairos Kyro, Prison Ministry. How do you feel in the moment? Like, is it bringing back memories of... Not really. To tell you the truth, I didn't like hate them yeah i just hated the racism from them and that created anger for me yeah, that yeah, yeah. anyone yeah. that would say uh your your accent your so i didn't like hate them i but knew it started was, but but because of that when i grew up that that happened to me it created i'm not gonna let anyone treat me yeah, wrong yeah, 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 yeah. because i'm latino so how so does that? So not just against them, but anyone who wants to treat me yes. wrong yeah. because I'm I Latino. So that that. How does God deal with, with that in your life? What's the process look like? Well, it, it, it changed my my slowly had to be changed my my way of of controlling my anger emotions. Uh, all of that was a process, and and because uh, it still happens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I get mad when someone cuts me on the highway for i still have to ask god for forgiveness for that but it's a different approach you recognize and you yeah. try to stop back in the day i will follow i will follow and i would chase or someone would chase me from the back i would break in the middle of the highway and the cars would do this yeah, yeah. and uh gladly i didn't get killed uh because That's i was real. stupid yeah. you know what i mean but uh a that was me. That was old me. But a lot of things made me bitter and angry me. How was Bible college significant in this process? Because that's kind of where you're going. Yeah, no, no. And so, so Kairos, uh, great banquet, uh, Bible college. So all of that, I, I then start getting surrounded. A little bit prior to that, I get my mentor, Paul Backer. Uh, and so going back to the mentorship. Going back to men of God walking around mm -hmm. you. That's when I really start, my life start really being transformed. Yeah. Because I, I, I was a worship uh, leader. I, I, I was in youth groups. I was in church. But no one really mentored me and walked with me. Everyone just expected me to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. But no one really took the time to, to have coffee with me. And all of that happened at a later age. Yeah. Um, and uh, in Bible college, Kairos Person like, Ministry, a great banquet. Is this something your mentor recognizes in you? Like that, that you fly off the handle when somebody attacks your ethnicity? Did they notice it or was it just no, in the no. process God is working yeah, through you God because is working God is through, using men to form your, your, your yeah, character? To, to form my, my anger, my um, um, integrity, my, my bitterness. Uh, I, I, I don't even, even think that I ever brought it up to anyone. Just God because is working it, on you. Yeah, it was just, uh, not that I, you know, I, I wanted it to, you know, get everyone disappear out of the earth. I, it just ruined my mindset that yeah, yeah. no one is going to uh, call the the wet bag card yeah. or yeah. all Mexicans on yeah. me. Yeah. And it got to the point where I used to joke around and uh, some of my friends would say, oh, those darn Mexicans. And I would laugh and I say, let's keep on talking about them Mexicans because <laughs> I'm not one of them. <laughs> and and I just made it. Uh, I. I yeah. to joke but uh before that someone would have said that even though right you know, i knew they were talking about not just mexicans but me yeah. uh it would have affected me and so, so it was just the christ changing yeah. my life and transforming yes. slowly uh took care of those healing things. of those things Be that because I, it and that's i think that's why i called it pridefulness because it's not just a uh it is racism and um, it is anger, um, but at the root of it is pride. It's you feel your ego is being attacked, and you don't like that. And God is, as God deals with us in our pridefulness, which is everyone, 
these things get addressed. Yeah. These things yeah. get taken care of. Yeah, um, because it because when someone calls you, when someone bullies you, yeah, uh, it it calls it calls you to humility. It humiliates you. In it, uh, they 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 did they were doing to you what the brothers did to Joseph. Yes, sir. And then Joseph said, "Whatever you meant for evil, yes, God sir. meant for good." Yes, sir. He took it the right way, even though for a minute he was human and he he made them pay for a little bit. Yeah, made them suffer yes. a little bit. And that's not to say that it is right that they did what they yeah. did was wrong. Yeah, yeah. But so it, it, it's kind of like that. So David, yes, David has the same issue. Um, as he's walking into town, I think um, someone from a certain family starts offending him as a king. And one of his servants tells him, hey, aren't you going to take care of that dude? And he, he, David's response is, well, like, well, if God allowed it, God allowed it. Yeah. Basically, God will take care of it. That is not to say, I, I think there's two things that I'd like to address. We, we don't condone it. We are against it. We, yeah. we love, we, would n- we should not treat people treat yeah, yeah. that way. But... You should also, there's a, a place to stand up and say, hey, that's not right. Please don't talk to me. You can address it respectfully, but if you address it in the wrong way, you're actually giving their words more power. Yeah. It, yeah. Somebody can call me a wetback right now. Zero offense. I'd be like, yeah, I'm Hispanic. Like, I, I, I didn't cross the border. That doesn't mean any, like, that, I don't feel any different from someone yeah. that did. Yeah. No. If you want to lame, I, it doesn't. You're telling me that I'm Hispanic and I don't belong in this country. I, I don't care. I am Hispanic and I take pride in that. Yeah. But I'm not going to give your words more power by losing it and, and giving more weight to what you just said. You're being ignorant and, and, that, and you I need think, Jesus and his love. I think that's the key to it. That's the key to to us in cultures that we don't understand that we are from a different kingdom. Mm-hmm. We're from a different world. Yep. And we're just passing through here. My citizenship is from here. And uh, until we understand that, as a young man, I, I didn't understand that. I knew, but I didn't understand that. So yes, so it, it bothers you yes, sir. when someone humiliates you uh, until you really have a relationship with Christ and say, hey, I'm, it's okay, bro. I, I don't want to be here either. <laughs> When someone tells me you got to go back home, bro, uh, I miss Costa Rica. I'm like, bro, you should see the places in my country are beautiful, bro. I, my kids are here, my grandkids. I, I can't go anywhere. I don't want to be here anywhere. Anyways, you should see heaven, bro. It's golden streets. Until you get a kingdom minded, and that's then, then you have a, your attitude changes. That's exactly. But but people who are earthly man minded this is our land this is this is this this is that hispanics haitians americans anyone we will never cross that line this is why i'm here i know you have another question this is why i'm here i'm here at mercy road in carmel which carmel back 10 years you wouldn't think why would you plant a spanish ministry in in carmel you know and uh predominantly white upper class upper cl- middle suburban upper class. uh and uh, god called us here uh, two uh, two years ago almost when we came and uh trying to show culture that there is beauty in culture mm-hmm. um i was asked this question by pastor josh he says her son what is god calling you uh, what do you want us to do do you want us to plant you as a Spanish church? And I said, what would I do that for? This is beautiful. And he says, okay, when well, then we will work together and do something different and something beautiful. And I think there's beauty in learning from one another. Yes, sir. F- even from our own mistakes. Yes, sir. Uh, we're missing out a lot. And, and um, I cannot overemphasize that. And um, we're, we're, Wherever we are, we got to be accepting one another because they bury the image of God. They, they're, they're made in the image of God. So yes, regardless of who they are, what language they speak. And that's the transformation that God had to do in your life. Take your identity to being founded on being Guatemalan, on being Hispanic, to being of the kingdom of yeah, light, yeah. the kingdom of God. Yeah, That yeah. changes things. 
It, it, it rocks your world. You, your thinking changes. And, and that's why I said it, it, didn't, it didn't change until I was changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I was transformed. Yeah. I, I knew who I was in Christ. Yeah. Uh, the reason why we argue and we fight and we have all these racism arguments and these cultural arguments is because we don't know who we are. Yeah. We don't really know our identity is confused yes. and it bothers us when people do other things that according to the law they're wrong and and it bothers us when people don't speak our language or or when we don't do this or or people don't serve us on time when they're a waitress or a waiter or the cook uh burnt or 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 chicken whatever the situation yep. is dude they don't have to cook for you Regardless, even if you're paying, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're cooking for you. Yes, sir. And you should be grateful. So so that's what, you I, know, we would live in a better world if we would understand who kingdom. we are in Christ. Kingdom. You cannot do it without God. That's the thing. I tried it everywhere. I tried it in, 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 and you cannot do it. And that's the, the specific. If God doesn't change your heart, nothing. You're helping happen. me recognize the work of God in my life. Um, my car, I hit debris on the highway and my car was, I couldn't drive it anymore. And I thanked the tow driver like two, three times. I told him, I know it's a job, but thank you for what you're doing. I, some, I, I'm paying him to do this, yeah. but he doesn't have to. No. Today, tow truck had to come pick up my car again and, and get it to the shop. And uh, I never saw my tow guy but I called them and I, I said, Hey, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking care of me. He's getting paid to do this. I'm paying it through my insurance. Essentially. Yeah. But they don't have to, yeah. they're still serving. They're still doing something for me. Yes. And I, I yes. thank them. Yes. There's gratitude. There's honor. In yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and that is kingdom mindset. We are stewards, not owners. Yeah. Yeah. When we're stewards, there's a, different approach this yep. isn't mine it's yep. god's i'm yep. just a steward you have a different approach um there, there's not as an owner there's a burden that a steward does not have yeah yeah yep. so we're um, trending on different things there but it's that kingdom mentality um yeah that so changes the way we have been raised our culture has raised yes. us formed us and that's part of it god 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 made me yeah god put me in a family that was in Costa Rica. Yeah. So I'm not taken away from oh, no. no, no Costa Rica. Never. Don't take any pride in that. Only no. That is who God made you, placed you, and that formed you. That's part of who I am. That's what brings something different to the table than you bring and yeah. Andy brings, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So there's beauty in that, but that that's not the foundation of where our identity is at. Correct, and that's the key to it. That doesn't identify us mm-hmm. where we were born, but where we are going. Yes, sir. And that's the big thing. Where yes, we go in is what identify w- yes, sir. who we identify yes, with. So even uh, uh, this might even be after Thanksgiving or, or, or while Thanksgiving. I don't know when this come out, this second half as I'm departing. But uh, we got to be grateful. Yes. And, and this is why, you know, we should tel- celebrate Thanksgiving every every week, every day, uh, because we got to be grateful for yes. what we have. Yes. We don't deserve anything. And that's that's the beauty of the God that we serve, that he gives us what we don't deserve. Yes, sir. It's that mercy. So, so yeah. Mercy. So we are, uh, I think we got enough content uh, for, yeah. for, for, for a little bit here. Uh, we really appreciate you guys, all, all of the uh, one followers that we have. <laughs> no, we, no, we, we, we appreciate everyone. I think we have 50 followers on yeah. YouTube. Wow. That's not a ton, but I'm thankful for yeah. 50. No, no, no. So, so share it, share it with your people. But uh, I know some, some of the people that are, are following us are, um, you're going through your process. You're going through your, your life. Uh, don't let all of that determine who you are. And, yeah. and that's I, if, if something you can get from this. And maybe we'll put this clip in every episode uh, to wrap it up. I'm gonna give you hard work, but don't let what you go through determine who you are or that's how you're going to end up 
God has a plan for us and yes. God has a purpose and we the road might be rocky but the end if we acknowledge who we are in Christ is going to be beautiful and this is why we need one another yeah. we cannot do it on yeah. our own so please reach out if you need anything if you have a question if you need just someone to just listen to you just reach out uh rebrand is all of us we are being rebranded right now so we're not perfect we're we're trying to make the best we can with this flesh that we have because one day this flesh is gonna go yeah yeah but we're gonna try to do the best we can with this flesh so concept of rebrand that the rebranding isn't just a superficial we just changed name but the inside is still the same no it is a rebrand that starts from the inside yes in ends up on the outside being reflected but yeah. is an internal transformation renewing that reflects something new on the outside but yeah. it starts on the inside it's deep yeah. it's not shallow yeah yeah don't get me started because Zacchaeus hey. that's that's how he changed and this is why he was able to give 50% of his goods to the people to mm -hmm. the poor to the people because out of the inside yes, that sir. was being transformed, yes, then he practiced what was being yes, changed. Sir. He said, no, I see all these people in need, and now I'm going to go help them. Yes. And uh, sometimes, you know, we are superficial change, yep. but we see a need and we don't want to help mm -hmm. them. But that's another story, another message for another day. Uh, thank you guys for everything. Uh, uh, we appreciate you. Um, we, we will continue in this cultural world uh, war that we're having and it can only be defeated by Christ's image in us but we'll, we'll, we'll continue sharing our stories of, of, of sadness and, and good uh, that we've learned from everything because we learn from every culture yeah. so uh, you want to pray us out yeah. real quick Father we thank you so much yeah. thank you for the seasons that we go through Lord thank you uh, for the nights that we go through, times that seem dark, Lord, um, but we have a promise and that there will be joy in the morning. So, Lord, I pray that you help those in need, those who, go on, who are going through difficult times, challenging times, Lord, times of loneliness, Lord, times of confusion, times of lots of questions, Lord. And I, this is a prayer that I often have, Lord. I pray that you bring the right people around to them, Lord, that um, the right people come to them, Lord, that your spirit touches them, speaks to them, Lord, that you work through lives that love you, Lord, and have gone through similar things and, and want to bless others, Lord. So I pray that you continue to provide um, more mentors, Lord, more people that love you and that have a heart for the kingdom and have an identity found in founded in the kingdom lord uh, pray for uplifting for joy for peace uh, for those who are going through difficult times lord we thank you for that peace and that joy that you give us lord in your name we pray amen amen rebrand family we love you guys all right see you peace <laughs>